When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. ESPN Radio brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline, DeMarco. You shouldn't play this song on a rainy day. It's going to get people to aggro on the road? You will go faster. It is good, It's man. guaranteed you will go faster. Tom Morello, oh. guitars for Rage Against the Machine. Not, oh, just, not just great, because he was great. Yeah. Nobody sounded like him. Hugged me in Atlanta. Did he? No kidding. Big time Rams fan. We won the Super Bowl. We were there. We're all celebrating. I turn around and we're just giving out hugs. And there's Tom Morello. You know, one time uh, is a lot. I was in college, I believe, when this happened. I was at uh, Barney's Beanery yeah. in West Hollywood. Yeah. And it was really packed. And I was sitting at a table. And all of a sudden, someone taps me on the shoulder. And they're like, hey, I think this is your jacket. It fell on the ground. I'm like, oh, cool. Thanks, Slash. 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 <laughs> Slash just handed me my jacket. Wow. Wow, I know. It's nice, wild, right? Nice, polite rock star slash. It happens. Wanted to make sure that my coat didn't get stepped on. I, I very much You've appreciate You've just blown that. his image for me, though. <laughs> yes, completely. But you know what, though? It was cool of him. Your name is Slash. You can't be polite. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think... I think I'm not going to say he was impolite, but I know for a fact there was a period where he lived up to his nickname in that. Okay. So. He's supposed to throw it at you or something, well, you know? Slash, and steal your girl. Let's just say Slash did some living. I'm pretty... I am pretty confident... Along the way, he stole someone's girl. I, I'm sure he did. I, I'm sure I'm he did. Very, I don't Live have the rock sources. Life. I don't have sources on this, but I'm pretty confident that happened. Time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Let's take some Straight Talk from a caller. Joe, cannot see where you're calling from, but you're on with Andy DeMarco. What's up? From the Inland Empire, man. How you doing? Oh, the IE. Awesome, What's man. up, man? Good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Fontana, Riverside, we out here. But, uh, man, DeMarco, you've been having me laughing all day, man. I cannot cannot help it. But uh, with the Lakers, uh, it's, it's been a travesty all year. But, you know, like the caller before, we have to stick in there with Russell like a family. But I think that the thing, I think uh, you guys know Jim Carrey and the mask, right? Yeah. With the uh, I, – I feel like – he he acts good, and then all of a sudden, then the mask comes on. Like like when he's going for the layup, and wow. then all of a sudden the mask comes on, and then he'll just he wants it so bad, and then all of a sudden some kind of mental thing in his head is 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 tricking him from everything that he wants to succeed at because he he is giving his all this year, and I I, I feel like. He has to get that mass off of him, whatever okay. that thing is. Okay, Joe, you know what's perfect about that comparison you just made? Do you remember what Jim Carrey's catchphrase was as the mask? Somebody no, stop me. Somebody <laughs> stop me. That's perfect. That is absolutely perfect. Appreciate the call, Joe. Thank you very much. Happy wow. New Year. <laughs> That's funny. That's a good one. That's really that funny, but he's oh. right. Like There are times... Russell the Mass Westbrook. That works. Are, the yes. stat hero. <laughs> that is, that's his stat <laughs> that's hero. It, right there. He's the mask. <laughs> and again, the mask... 
The mask was a whirling dervish. <laughs> right, right. He's like nobody else. He dresses loud. And he wanted to do good. Yeah, and he, <laughs> he wanted to do good. But occasionally it's, somebody stop me. Oh, my God. That's great. That's really, wow, really funny. I like it. All right. Uh, obviously, we are coming to a close on 2021. Tomorrow is December 31st, the last day of the year. And we thought it'd be appropriate to just look back at L.A. sports, the year that was, DeMarco. The highlights, the lowlights, let uh, callers let us know what their favorites or low points were, 877-710-ESPN. Some of the things that happened included the Rams beating the Seahawks in the wild card round of the playoffs, 30-20, to 20, with... Jared Goff as the backup to one John Wolford. Yeah, that was an interesting one. That's a bittersweet one because uh, you did. You beat the Seahawks. You beat them in the postseason. Always good. Always say yes to that. And you beat them with Jared Goff. I don't mean that with any disrespect towards him, but, you know, it is what it is. He's not here anymore. Um, but it's also the game where Aaron got hurt mm -hmm. and you got banged up and you had to go to Green Bay. So you went there half speed. And yeah, so it's I'm great, but it's like, oh, I remember dang. against Green Bay, like, they, they really, they played their hardest. Like, you could see, like. It, That's all they had. And it was one yeah. of the rare games where it really wasn't on Jared Goff. Like, he played fine in that game. Yeah. He, he was yeah, not yeah. the problem or the solution, but he was fine, which. I was happy for him because uh, one of the next things on the list was the Rams trade Jared Goff to Detroit, bring in Matthew Stafford. Uh, that has certainly, if nothing else, been an upgrade for the Rams. Man, I you know, um, like I said, this is all due respect, really. And this is going to sound funny, but it was the day the toothache, the tooth was extracted. Really, because it's just, you're going to have to keep repairing it. You're going to have to keep fixing it. There's a lot that goes into it, trying to be successful with a guy like Jared Goff at quarterback. I mean... He's he's an analog QB in a digital world, so to speak. The the game has kind of moved by him a little bit, and then okay, you finally pulled the trigger and you made the switch. Yay! Now you have an opportunity to be better, and here we are with all with the playoff scenarios this year. So yeah, it was one of those weird moments. I didn't think you'd be able to do it, or I, I didn't think they would do it, but they did it. Uh, I know. I it, it, it there have been some rumors, you know, yeah. Matt Stafford. There had been a lot of talk about him ending up somewhere else. Didn't really make sense for him to stay in Detroit, but he ended up with the Rams, and it has thus far been very good for the Rams. Other moments include LeBron hitting the logo game winner against the Warriors in the play-in game. Uh, if you are a Clipper fan listening right now, the Clippers finally breaking the Western Conference uh, final ceiling, wow. reaching it there for the first time in franchise history. Huge. Uh, the Dodgers signing uh, Max Scherzer and Trey Turner. The Lakers getting Russell Westbrook all on the same day. Wow. DeMarco. Wow. This was a big day for L.A. sports. Uh, Lakers bringing in Carmelo Anthony. SoFi opening up for fans for the first time. USC. You want to talk about something I didn't think could happen? USC not just firing Clay Helton. I think everybody saw that coming at some point. They were just wondering when the trigger was finally going to get pulled. Yeah. Getting Lincoln Riley right. for that gig was huge. I mean, that that was a big upgrade with a young, good, in-demand, scandal-free coach to go to USC during this period of absolute turmoil. That was huge. You know, I, I it, it, they played the long game with Heldon, and it worked for them. And eventually it would. Um, you knew they were going to grab somebody. It's still a great job. Well, you know, it's funny you Fertile say Fertile recruiting ground. They have a lot of money. I mean... Somebody worth it like a Lincoln Riley was going to become available at some point. You just had to play the long game with Helton. It's funny you phrase it that way, DeMarco, because I think it's really smart. The idea of it being the long game, because as much as it was obvious, and Clay Helton is a prince of a person, I was rooting for him to succeed, not just because I went to SC, 
But it was pretty clear this was not going to work. But what you couldn't have at USC was a continually revolving door at coach. Like, you had to no. find the guy. You gave Heldon all the support he needed. It's right. just obvious. Right. Yeah, it's not like you you shortchanged but him. What they yeah. couldn't do is fire him. I don't even want to say for the sake of firing him because ultimately he was not right for the job. But they couldn't fire him, then bring in somebody else that it felt like in a couple of years you're going to have to fire this guy. No, like right. They yeah. needed to stop this bleeding. You know what? I I, I have respect for SC because I, I played him. I respect the, the school, the institution, and the football program. I am so glad you didn't settle for like Urban Meyer. Well, okay. I am so glad you didn't go down that road. Here, Okay. Um, among the many reasons they yeah. could not bring in Urban Meyer, and I remember that, you know there was a lot of chatter about that at the time. Oh, when, yeah. Um, when, and it uh, actually made sense at one point. Right. When uh, – I. Dr. Fold, I believe is her name, yeah. um, the new president of the, of the university, she she had made it clear, she was taking over at a time when USC was going through big time scandals, like right. things that are much more important than football, really serious, serious stuff. SC was on the, the front page of TMZ. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. <laughs> really, really a lot of it heinous stuff right. that you, you needed to reinstitute stability. And you could not bring in a coach like Urban Meyer, I don't care what his resume is, you could not bring in a guy like Urban Meyer who has knowingly, actively, aggressively. No, you, you looked, could have. Well, you could have. You, you just didn't. Well, but I, yeah. I, she could not have signed off on that. You know, a guy that has looked the other way with a lot of really bad stuff, and then at the same time say, "I'm cleaning up this school." Right. You can't do that. Right. And there was a lot of pressure, I think, for her to and for Mike Bone, the athletic director, to bring in. You know, a name like Urban Meyer, we don't care what the baggage is. We just want to win. And and SC is not in a place where they could do that. But Lincoln Riley is a guy that, to the best of my knowledge, there is nothing controversial attached to him at all. I mean, other than maybe well, stuff just, that goes on in college football. Oklahoma is a football machine, so yeah. they know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It was so, a great hire for USC. No doubt. Absolutely. On and a, he can recruit, too. Yeah. So, oh, he's yeah. already, he, not only can he recruit, he's been great recruiting in Southern California. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. This is a game changer. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was huge. I could not believe that they managed to do this, but it was fantastic. Uh, the Rams getting uh, Odell Beckham Jr. And, and Von Miller in the same week. Dodgers tying a franchise record with 107 wins in a season. Uh, Chris Taylor's home walk-off home run in the NL wildcard game over the Cardinals. Max Scherzer, final pitch to knock out the Giants in the NLDS. Shohei Otani with the AL MVP, just unprecedented in what he's wow. doing. And finally, Crypto.com Arena. That shock. That's a good one to end on. How long before you like it's ingrained in you to call it that and not the other? You know, how long before you refer to it as Crypto Arena and not what it is? <laughs> it's going to be a minute. It's not even because I'm like angry about it. Just habits build, man. Right. Like, right. I don't even I don't even know what the sponsor for the Coliseum is. Like, I know there's some naming rights sponsor to it. I have no idea what it is. I don't care. It's yeah, the Coliseum. Yeah. Right. Like, I, I'm, I'm never going to call it something else. <laughs> right. Like, it is what it is. I've been calling it the Coliseum since before I even lived in Los Angeles. Right. It's, it's been iconic since then. Whatever it's called now, I don't care. I've been calling it Staples Center for 20-something <laughs> years. Oh, yeah. It's going to take a minute. You know, you ever had a friend that changed his name? 
I have. I've no. had friends that that have changed their name because they've changed religions or adopted a new religion and they have a new name and I still see them as yes. you know, Steve. That, <laughs> yes. Now that I think about it, actually, I, I have a friend from college who changed his name. Yeah. And it's, it's weird, hard right? Think, yeah. yeah, it's weird. It's hard to think of him that way. Same same thing. Like you have to like pause and you want to respect Say them, my name. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Especially when the same guy with a new name acts the same way. He changed his name too, by the way. <laughs> Walter White went to Heisenberg. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Say my name. Wow. Uh, Harold in West Hollywood's got one for the best of 2021. What's up, Harold? Hi. Good morning, guys. Uh, happy New Year. You too. Thank you. Uh, my, my my highlight was the Euphelia Bruins, because I'm not into the program. I think the prices are too high, you know, and nobody's the protocol is having. But anyway, my highlight was, you see how they get to the final four, and the low point was they didn't get the championship. But hopefully they'll get back on the court and win it this year. I oh, see you. Appreciate yeah. the call, Harold. Wow. As a Trojan, I cannot support that, but I understand where he's coming from. UCLA getting to the final four. Yeah. Wow. I final four is final I mean, four USC is still an achievement. I mean, made the Elite Eight. That's yeah. pretty big yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, I know UCLA. You think of championships like that's your standard, but. We live in a real world. Final four is still meaningful. Like Big getting time. to yeah, getting to the final four means something. I'm I'm actually surprised and happy that they can cheer that stuff. You know what I mean? I thought they were beyond that. We only cheer championships. Yeah, well, I mean, I think the 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 name Final Four, just the phrase Final Four, yeah, still means enough in the hunt that I think. If you say you got to the Final Four, there is nothing embarrassing about that. Like maybe a school like UCLA. Elite Eight doesn't mean as much. Certainly not Sweet Sixteen, but Final Four still means something. Yeah, like Friday the Thirteenth. You're one of the last people Jason killed. That's big. <laughs> I'm in the movie for 45 minutes, Mom. <laughs> Part of the Final Four. <laughs> exactly. Straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. All right, coming up. I have teased this for long enough. I promise. These stats that demonstrate just how long LeBron has been killing it in this NBA. Today is his 37th birthday. 19 seasons in what he is doing is historic but it's really hard to wrap your head around how long he's been doing that i will demonstrate that next andy kamenetsky demarco far 710 espn now let's talk about the play of the week the pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team hypnotic was in the cup blue and ready for the play and Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Andy Kamenetsky, DeMarco Farr in for Travis and Sliwa, 710 ESPN. Happy 37th birthday to LeBron James. Wow. He did not have a good birthday last night. The Lakers lose 104-99 to the Grizzlies in Memphis. Uh, fourth quarter collapse. Uh, they scored 16 points in the fourth quarter. They blew a 13-point lead with two minutes left in the third quarter. But How another... many points did they score in the quarter? Uh, four. For uh, sixteen, in sixteen the fourth points in the fourth quarter. And what's your payroll? Uh, too what high. was on the floor? Too high. How much money was actually on the floor for sixteen? Too points? high, too much. Uh, but LeBron did score in what feels like uh, 
good writing. 37 points on the eve of his 37th birthday. Four, wow. 13 of 25 from the field, 8 of 14 from behind the arc, uh, tying a career high for made threes. 13 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks. Did have 5 turnovers, but he's on one of late right now. And you know, I get the LeBron haters out there. There are people that just – I don't mean the Skip Bayless type folks. I mean the people that really look at it and they hate all the love that he gets. I get it. But when you are LeBron, haven't you earned some credit with people? Like, it's his team, but you can't put all this just on him, no. right? And I and I don't think anybody but uh, Mr. Bayless – would be doing that. I think yeah, that's any, ridiculous right, now. Anybody rational would understand like obviously there is an onus on LeBron that is part of the responsibility of being a superstar, heavy is the head that wears the crown. Correct. In this case literally King James. Well, I like whatever your gripe is with LeBron versus Michael Jordan, let's take that. Or let's take Kobe Bryant, God rest his soul. I'm not sure if either one of those guys could do anything with the Russell Westbrook stat hero. <laughs> Somebody the mask, the mask. Me. Somebody stop me, era. I don't, I'm not sure if anybody can do anything about this. This is just the way it is. Right <laughs> now, do that while you're in the air. <laughs> ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit progressive.com. That's actually a pretty good deal, as we talked about earlier, Demarco. This rain has been brutal on dog owners right now. It is tough sledding out there. All right, so I want to just drive home. How long LeBron has been doing this and how amazing it is to be seeing a guy that has been producing at this level this long in the NBA, like still doing it, like the type of responsibility that LeBron has at 37, 19 seasons in, there really is no template for this. And to demonstrate that, in terms of what was happening when he entered the league, October 29th, 2003, the reigning MVP was Tim Duncan. Wow. Two seasons running. Tim Duncan would be dethroned that year um, at the end of LeBron's rookie year by Kevin Garnett. The bigs. Yes. yes. So think how long ago Kevin Garnett's prime was. The previous year's rookie of the year, Amari Stoudemire, wow. who had a very good career in his own right. Yes. Last, he last played in the league during the 2015-2016 season. Wow. LeBron has been all NBA every single season since the 2004-2005 season. No, wait, For, you said Amari Stoudemire, right? Uh, Amari was the... Oh, my bad. I, th- yeah. I thought you meant the little guard. Okay, the other one. The no, big, Damon. The, the big forward. I'm right, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is okay. Amari Stoudemire. Right. Da- Damon was uh, much before The Mighty LeBron's. Mouse guy. Yeah. Right, okay. LeBron has been first, second, or third team uh, All-NBA every season since 2004-2005. Assuming he stays healthy the rest of this year, I think it's a given he's going to make it again this year. The last members of his draft class... To make an all-NBA team were Dwayne Wade and Carmelo Anthony for the 2012-2013 season. <laughs> Dwight Howard drafted the next year after LeBron, a Hall of Famer in waiting, should I think should have been top 75. He has not been all-NBA since the 2013-2014 season. Other things happening in sports. Again, it's been a minute since LeBron first entered the league. The Florida Marlins beat the Yankees 4-2 to two to win the World Series, your World Series MVP, Josh Beckett. Wow. Josh freaking Beckett. Wow. The eventual two uh, wow. Super Bowl champions for the 2003 season were, as always, the New England Patriots. They beat a Panthers team quarterbacked by Jake DeLome. Jake DeLome. Again, they like this, come and I wanted DeLome. Yes. <laughs> this is when LeBron <laughs> entered the league. Two weeks 
before LeBron made his debut. Steve Bartman deflected a ball in the stands from Moises Alou and was vilified for years as continuing the Cubs' curse. What do you mean was? (laughs) That's still going on. Well, thankfully, they won a World Series. (laughs) Right. The number one movie of the week when LeBron made his debut on October 29th, 2003 Scary Movie 3. Get out of here. That was the number one movie? Scary Movie 3, the number one movie of the week. The number one movie of the year. Wait, Scary Movie was the number one movie of the year? No, of the week. Of the week. Of the week. Of the week. Okay. October 29, 2003. Missed that part. All right. Of the year, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, the third of the trilogy. Other. Okay, fair enough. Top grossing movies of the year 2003. Finding Nemo. Wow. Elf. Bruce Almighty. Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, and because the more things change, the more they stay the same, The Matrix Reloaded. Nice. We've had enough time for a new Matrix movie to be coming out. The The, freeway scene was awesome. The number one song the week that LeBron made his debut, Baby Boy, Beyonce with Sean Paul. No way. Love that song. Still love that song. I don't know what he's saying. Does anybody know what Sean Paul is saying? No clue. It just sounds cool, right? No clue. Okay. This was the number one song. This was the hottest single going in America when LeBron made his debut. Wow. I think we can all agree. It's been a while since that song was hot. Yeah, we've come a long way. The number one album of the year, the best-selling album of the year. In 03. When LeBron entered the league in 03. Get Rich or Die Trying. No way. 50 Cent. No way. Wow. Remember when this was what you'd hear everywhere? There was a takeover. Yeah. Yeah. This was a new era for music, for everything. Wow. Yep. Out with the old, in with the new. And you know what? That was a while ago, DeMarco. It was. Yeah. October 29th, the day LeBron entered the league, a legal version of the Napster file sharing network (laughs) relaunched as a pay service. Really? Yes iTunes also launched in 2003. Everything changed. Wow. In TV, shows that premiered in 2003 when LeBron made his debut. America's Next Top Model. You're kidding me. That debuted then? Mm -hmm. Wow. The Bachelorette. Anybody watch that show? I do not. I love America's Next Top Model. I was obsessed when I was a kid. Really? Okay. I've never watched a single minute. Well, I mean, okay. You just said, Emily, you just said when you were a kid. Oh yeah, wow. you're not a kid anymore. It's yeah, it's true. And I, and but Bachelorette still kicking. I am a huge fan of the Bachelorette. Okay. Go Michelle, who just picked her uh, new husband. <laughs> Arrested Development, two and a half men. I saw them in Minnesota, by the way. They were there. I'm jealous. Yeah, they were at Vikings game. Uh, anyway, this is a little Bachelor talk. I'm uh, just sorry. It was it was it was awesome. Okay, go ahead. The Chappelle Show. Yeah, debuted in 2003. The, no way. Yes. Wow. Wow. The week after LeBron made his debut. NFL Network launched. You're kidding me. Nope. They're like an institution now. Yes. Yeah. See, things have, that, been, have started and they're like forever things now. On the day LeBron made his debut, the original Call of Duty video game launched. That thing, the wow. juggernaut Call of Duty, that launched the day LeBron made his debut. A game that now is just like synonymous it's with everywhere. Video. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Made its debut. And finally... George W. Bush was still in his first term his, as president. I'm not sure he'd even formally begun his man. re-election campaign. Wow. Yeah. That's like a Forrest Gump of careers. Yes. <laughs> you know what and, I mean? And LeBron <laughs> is still going. Still going. At this level. You know, I wonder if he makes it to 40. 
You think he plays until he's 40? What's his contract status? Uh, he's got one more after this year. Next year is the last year of his current contract. What do you do if you're the Lakers? It's a trick. What does he do if you're LeBron? I mean, and where do you put the statue? I think it depends in some respect. Like, do you? Is it really important to you to go down as the all-time leading scorer? You know, have you caught Kareem by then? You know, if you've caught Kareem, I mean, that could potentially affect his decision. How important is it to you to play with Bronny? Like, to be in the league at the same See, time as Bronny I thought. James? I thought he was, I mean, he's competing for championships, but I thought he yeah. was hanging around for the chance to play with his kid. Well, I think... But if, and if you have a chance to, to beat the captain, would you want to do it in this uniform, or would you want to go back to the place where you started? Well, I mean... Because look, your options are, it's on the table for you. It, it would be very cool to do that in a Laker uniform. Because remember, like LeBron, LeBron had passed Kobe, right? And you know it was unfortunate. I mean, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. It was day before Kobe yeah. passed. Crazy. But you know, yeah. to do that in a Laker uniform, I think was special to LeBron. I think it was special to Kobe. I know it was special to Laker fans. No doubt. Do you what three or four different statues for the guy, or where do you put the one statue? <laughs> well, I mean, out I, here or well, where? I mean, all these. All these different teams can decide how to honor LeBron individually. Like yeah. there's there's no cap. I think you know NBA you know NBA sanctioned in the amount of statues you can have. Uh, they're only going to give him one at Staples Center, assuming he gets one. He's only getting one. He gets one. I think he could. You see, I, 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 not to start a fight with the family. I'm just saying with the Laker family. I'm just if you did and you had to, you're going to put up a statue, but where do you put it for this guy? Um. It shouldn't be in better proximity than Kobe's, but you know, it, it, like Kobe's, you know, Kobe's got two numbers. Kobe's gonna yeah, yeah. have the mother of all statues, and and rightly so. You know, I think I think LeBron is in that Split potential discussion. Put it, put it in Miami. Split the difference. <laughs> well, he, he, the man's allowed more than one statue. I mean, just because the Lakers give him a statue doesn't mean Miami or Cleveland. That's can't what I mean. I mean, how many how many guys have multiple statues? Okay. Does Jordan doesn't have a multiple statues no but he the has heat one reti- but the heat retired his number actually pat riley did yeah. yeah that's different but he only has one statue i mean if, if if there's ever a guy that's qualified for more than one statue it might be lebron james yeah he's been great everywhere yeah he, he has been pretty fantastic yeah everywhere he goes it's it's pretty crazy and again i think people need to really realize like what he is doing is literally historical like there is no template for longevity with these type of responsibilities. Like, I know Kareem played a long time, and, he, and Kareem was still a really good player when he called it a wrap, but he wasn't expected to do all of the things that LeBron is doing. Like, Dirk, at the end of his career, wasn't Ooh. doing all that. Tim Duncan wasn't doing all that. You know, I mean, it's hard to know what Kobe would have been, you know, pre-Achilles, but, you know, Kobe was even starting to incrementally slow down so you're saying the team was run better with kareem (laughs) that's what i'm hearing uh really didn't have to do all this (laughs) really quick before we go ruben in east la wants to weigh in what's up man yeah how's it going guys hey yeah so i'm a laker fan but you know what no way no how lebron gets a statue no (laughs) really why no because he he hasn't been here long enough Ah, i'm sorry one championship in the bubble that the Lakers voted to get out of in the first place? Wait, what? Remember, the Lakers and the Clippers voted to get out of the bubble. Yeah, The but... rest of the teams 
voted to stay in the bubble. But they but they stayed and they still won. I mean, they stayed because the other teams voted to not leave. Ooh. If the other teams would have left, they would have not been a championship. They would have not got anything. Right, but but they stayed. I mean, that's like saying that you know another year if all the other teams quit. Kind of, you could say they stayed by force because of other teams. I mean, all these teams stay by force in the league. I mean, that's the way the league works. No, they could have all voted to leave. That's why the vote wow. was there. See, that's what I to mean. To end it. But you... as far as LeBron getting anything, no. See, if you got a I chance... I appreciate the call, Ruben. If you got a chance to pass up Kareem and you're LeBron, where do you get universal love? They, he loves him. He loves LeBron. He's thanking LeBron, but LeBron doesn't get a statue because service time here. So well, service time might be the thing that ultimately prevents LeBron from getting uh, a statue or something like that, or the number retired stuff like that. Just the idea that he wasn't here that long. The flip side is, did win a championship and did help bring the Lakers out of a really dark period. Uh, again, when, it's a pretty amazing thing to be talking about whether or not a guy will be getting, say, his third franchise statue. Right. <laughs> you know you're doing something. Who else qualifies? Really well. All right, coming up next, a little fact or cap, and I'm going to try to squeeze in some DeMarco Farr trivia over the next half hour or so. Andy Kamenetsky, DeMarco Farr, in for the guys. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hey guys, welcome back to Factor Cap. Yo, do you use that word on a daily? I do use cap. I say, hey, that's cap. To who? I say it to like my sisters and I say it to my friends. Uh, Not necessarily my parents. Just checking. Have you? Do you use it? (laughs) Cap. Okay, just checking. I'm. That's cap. I don't use it. I've heard my daughter use it, and that my daughter uses it. She's ten. Really reinforces that I have no business using it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I hear fact way more than okay. the other. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. I will sound like an idiot using cap. I know. I know what it means. I, I'm not mystified when I hear it, but it's none of my business. Right. All right. Well, we're gonna get in the, the first uh, scenario. So. You I do sound more comfortable saying it, though, than Sliwa, so that's a plus. Yes, wow, that true. is a cap, as uh, Sliwa would say. Uh, so you need to wait at least a week to spoil something. Andy, is this factor cap? Like in terms of television spoilers, yes. television, movie spoilers. movies, yes, like that. I th- Here's what I think is mm. should be your guideline with spoilers. Like if you are doing this, for example, online, if you have an article that you're tweeting out that has spoilers in it, but somebody has to click on it, or it's a video that has spoilers in it, but somebody has to watch, 
as long as you post on Twitter or Instagram, something like this, click here, spoilers contained within. Right. You've given everybody fair warning. Where I think you might be stepping over your boundaries would be if you just tweet something out where there is no buffer, like you and I talking right now. You mentioned that you saw the first episode of Boba Fett. Right. And like, I haven't said a word about it. Right. right. You have not said a word about it because, yep. you know, I want to watch it. I think Taylor had said he wanted to watch it. Like, and I have seen nothing of it yet. You talking to us about it would have no buffer at all. Like there's no click option. So I think early on you should at least have some type of buffer or you should wait if, you, if you're trying to be courteous. So one week, right? Yeah, one week. That's fact. Because after a week, you're late. Yeah. Yeah, you're holding me back now. Well, sometimes I'm not going to sit on this longer than 7 days. Get your butt to the theater or turn it on. Well, especially if it's a if it's not a bingeable show. Yeah. Like you're talking about a week has passed since that last episode. At some point, let me talk about this a- thing. Absolutely. Or you're just going to have to leave yeah. the room. Yes. Yeah, cuz everyone exactly. else is talking about it. I felt the same way for Game of Thrones. Yeah. There's yeah. only so much accommodation that I think right. is necessary. Exactly. And then some, some people still get mad like that you spoil The Sopranos. I'm like, that came out 15 years Thank ago, you. guys. Like, Thank you. Tony, yeah. Tony probably dies at the end, but your, your TV well, it's goes been, black. It's been Ooh. clarified. <laughs> it is a, David <laughs> yes. Chase has clarified yes, this if you want to Google did it. Die, he did die at the end. Of spoil? Oh, come on, Emily. <laughs> 15 years. Next, come you're going to tell me wrestling's fake. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Up next, Waymo, an autonomous car company, is planning to release driverless taxis in the United States. You would get into a driverless taxi or Uber. DeMarco, oh, that's, cap. that's cap. No, cap. <laughs> way cap. Heck no. No way. I turn down cabs with people in them based on who's driving. I'm going to get in there with without a driver? Oh, cap. No way. Absolute cap. Yep. I do, I <laughs> do not trust the technology for something like this. What I do trust is that whoever's behind it is going to try to push this thing out on the market as quick as possible because they want to be the first and they want to have the notoriety of it. I am not going to be that guinea pig. Well, I'll say this. Maybe, like, not on a road where I have to drive, like, on the freeway, but maybe, like, amusement parks. <laughs> if, if I'm serious. If the little tram is driverless, I'll get in that. If it's on, you know, it's just... It's on go- tracks. Like, yeah, it's, it's just gonna, going... Yeah, yeah, right. I'll do that, but I'm not trusting you on the 405 with no driver. No way. Have you guys seen uh, Westworld? Yes. So the most recent season, they have driverless cars, but also that's Westworld. We're not. It's it's pretty far in the future. I'm not like I'm not going to be the guinea pig. I'm not going to be the first in the driverless Uber. But maybe if it's been around for five years, I might. It needs that. to be well established before I'm doing that. See, me and you, driverless cars and bacon. We're uh, right on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so next, in non-COVID times, you would be in the crowd at at Times Square on New Year's Eve. Andy, is this factor cap? Oh, that is such cap. That is, I have no desire to be in that crowd. It is also so anticlimactic. My my daughter, a couple years ago, you know, we let her stay up till midnight, and the ball drop thing was going on on the TV, and she was really excited until she saw it. And once she saw it, she thought that they were going to drop that ball, like literally to the ground, like it was actually just going to get dropped. Oh wow! You know, however many stories it was. When she saw that it was just the ball lowering like maybe 30 feet, and that's it. She's like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. She's like, <laughs> you could tell she's thinking, like, adults stay up for this? Yeah. Wow. Adults are idiots. Wow. Uh, she's guess, true, though. I guess I, maybe the younger version of me maybe wanted to because it's, you know, it's a big party, but I was like, why doesn't the West Coast do this on their own? <laughs> Seriously, why don't we have question. our own little, you know, countdown? Why do we have to, like, depend on the East Coast? Because they're ahead, great. That's theirs. 
let's do ours here. Right. It's but, so we can go to bed at 9 p.m. instead of staying up all the way to midnight. And it's warmer <laughs> here. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, the mo- main thing about uh, the New Year's Eve Times Square thing that I don't get is, one, how do you go to the bathroom? Right. You're, you're stuck in the middle of that. And two, it's always freezing cold or it's raining or it's snowing. Yeah. No, thank you. It looks miserable. It looks like an absolutely miserable and you have experience. To be in there what about for, a like, West Coast ball drop? You'd be there, right? Depends on where it is, and depends on how right many people. Right out front here. Right out front <laughs> but if, here. That everyone's going to be late because the traffic <laughs> and everything. It's. Um, I. I don't think you could ever work on the West Coast. Oh, let's okay. just say that. No. Uh, so this morning, I sent you guys a picture of a mayo eggnog. So today is the uh, mayo bowl. Uh, ha- actually happening right now. Ah, classic. Uh, and so the picture posted was whiskey. Mayonnaise look like a eggnog mi- mixture. So you could drink that if someone paid you two hundred dollars. Demarco, factor cap. Cap, I'm I'm retching now. I mean, I, I I really I was mad when you sent that to me. That is disgusting. Look, not to put Demarco's business out in the streets, but he's a former professional athlete. Like if Demarco is in a place where he has to do this for two hundred bucks, something went horribly I'm not wrong. Doing that, yeah. Like I, I'm I'm not trying to put your wallet out there, but Ugh. I would like to assume Demarco does not need to do this. I am somebody who is more likely to need to do it, and I still think I'm turning it down. Right? Feels like there's an easier way to make 200 bucks. Like, can you even drink that? Is that even like drinkable? It feels feel like, like you need a spoon. It's it. <laughs> that does sound probably like well, maybe the the uh, whiskey makes it more viscous. Then it can uh, go down your gullet a little faster. Oh man. Okay. I what mean, do they call that in the eating reversal of fortune. <laughs> that's making a that's making a U turn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just sounds oh, bad. All no. right. Thank you. Yes. Coming up next, the dump, but also calling a bit of an audible. I'm going to do the DeMarco Farr <laughs> trivia. See how well DeMarco knows his own Super Bowl stats and the Super Bowl that he played in, the 1999 Super Bowl champion Rams, which DeMarco was a part of. We are hoping the Rams become the 2021 champs. That is all coming up next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. ESPN Radio. Ah, DeMarco's face. ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support veterans with its annual Keys to Progress Vehicle Giveaway Program, now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping veterans in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. The dump is the perfect name for a radio bit. (laughs) It really is. It's perfect. Morales is nothing if not a master (laughs) of bits. Um, Before we get... To the dump. I, I've wanted to do this with you, DeMarco, because I've done this in the past with Keyshawn. I've done it with Kirk Morrison. You know, guys who played in the NFL. You're having fun with CTE. I, That's no. what it is. <laughs> no, That's no, what it is. no, no. Yeah. I want to ask you guys, like, how well you remember specific stats of yours. And in your particular case, DeMarco, you were a member of the 1999 Super Bowl, then St. Louis Rams. Mm-hmm. We are hoping that the 2021 Los Angeles Rams joined that company I want to it's find, in theaters now. Yes, it is in theaters now. I want to find out how well you remember your stats. Okay. So to begin. In from that, the game or the year? From the game. From, from the, the game. game. Okay. 
Most most of this is from this from the game. From unless, the game. Unless okay. clarified otherwise. And for those who do not remember, DeMarco was a starter on the defensive line yes. for those 1999 Rams. Now, before, just keep in mind, it was Steve McNair we yes. were chasing around. Yes, I know. Okay. I know. A linebacker. None of, I promise. The size of a linebacker. I promise. None of this is here to embarrass you. He looked uh, like Marcus Allen playing quarterback. Oh, no. Steve, I'm just saying. Steve McNair, man, okay. that guy was good. And Eddie George was standing behind him. I know, him. I know. Relax. Okay. Just saying. Bruce Matthews was an all Okay, I get it. Was a Hall of Fame offensive guard. To my to my recollection, you played well in this game. I'm giving degree of difficulty before we start going off. Okay, yeah. How many tackles did you have in this game? Three. Three tackles. Final answer? Three. Yeah, final answer. Mark DeMarco, why are you shortchanging yourself? How many did I have? Five tackles. I had five tackles according to pro reference, uh, profootballreference.com. You had five tackles. That makes sense. In this game. Do you know how the possession time for the Titans in the second half? I don't have it right in front of me. I think we, the greatest show on turf, that offense that everybody talks about, I think we had the ball seven minutes in the second half. Wow. Yeah, so it was all them and us, so that, does, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Okay, how many of those five tackles, DeMarco, were solo? Three. Final answer? Yes. DeMarco, you are shortchanging <laughs> yourself. All five of your tackles, really? according to ProFootballReference.com and the logs I went through, all five were solo tackles. I, I, you that, didn't need help. I had no idea. That's how tight that game was. I had no idea. It was tackle, get up, and get ready for the next one. Wow. Who led those Rams in tackles Fletch. for the Super Bowl? Yes. London Fletcher. Yes. Yeah, because I remember I was setting up most of the plays so he can make. Yeah. How many tackles did he have? Uh, uh, Eleven. Am I close? Final answer? Final answer. Nine. Nine. I, I knew it was, yeah, it was close. Okay, you're How right. How many right. were solo? Probably about seven or eight. Which one? You if he had nine tackles, uh, seven. Seven solo. Final answer? Yes. That is correct. Yeah, seven solo. London Fletcher had seven solo yeah, tackles. it was Eddie George. London Fletcher was a bad man. He still is. He, Absolutely. Should okay. be in the Hall of Fame. You recovered a blocked field goal attempt. I did. In this game. Do you remember who blocked Todd it? Light? Yes, that is correct. DeMarco <laughs> remembers. And it was Al Del Greco. <laughs> it it he was. was the kicker, yes. The greatest golfer ever in the in NFL history. It felt like yeah. it felt like Al Del Greco was in the league for like 35 years. He, because All he for was. the Titans. Because he was. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like the franchise wasn't even around 35 years, but he somehow but he was managed there. to yes. kick for them for 35 years. Who had the only Rams sack? of the game kevin carter yes yeah. that is correct yes because we we all missed except for him <laughs> right <laughs> which member of the rams defense had the only interception of that game the only pick was that drape bly no bly dropped one who had the pick was it todd todd, todd light who had the pick? It's a trick question. None of y'all picked We Steve didn't pick McNair. it. I didn't think so. Dre Bly had one and dropped it. Did he? Yeah. It would have ended the game. Yeah, you, you wouldn't have seen the Mike Jones tackle right. if Dre Bly catches this right. pat, or right. this interception. None of y'all managed to pick off yeah. the great Steve McNair. I didn't think McNair. so. Okay. Okay, non-Super Bowl-related stats. Okay. Do you remember your season-high sack total? Uh, three. At a three spot. Or three and a half against Detroit. Oh, not not per game for for oh, the season for the season. Me or yeah. the team? You, you eight and a half. Final or, answer or my career for for a single season. Your oh, highest. Sack oh, 11 total. and a half. There you go. Yeah, Demarco yeah, yeah. remembers eleven and a half. Do you remember the year? Uh, nineteen ninety five. Correct. Funny thing. Um, I'm sitting on the bench here when Aaron Donald, and that was the record for a while. 
from for defensive tackles. Yes. So we were all talking about Aaron Donald's going to break the record. He's going to break the record, and I'm looking at him when he did. And he's pretending not to look at me, and he, <laughs> he looks at me and winks and moves on. I'm like, thanks, man. You know, <laughs> look, if, yeah. <laughs> if anybody's going to break your record, yeah, like nobody's going to look down on you or think that record wasn't impressive if Aaron Donald breaks Except it. Except in how fast he did it. Yeah, yeah, single season and total. <laughs> like he blew right by me. Right? I mean, look, you were very good. Aaron Donald. He's great. He's yes. from another planet. Yeah, he has no flaws. None. Do you remember how many total interceptions you had on your career? Three. Yes. Yes, three Th- picks. Uh, Warren Moon. Uh, oh, my God. Steve. What was his name? Uh, B- Bobby Bear. And there was one other guy I picked off. Yeah, I okay. remember. In 19- oh, Boomer Esiason. Boomer Esiason. Yeah. <laughs> I picked off Boomer. Wow. In New York. The yeah. great Boomer Esiason. <laughs> In 1997, according to uh, profootballreference.com, you took an interception 22 yards. A, is this accurate? Yes. B, how? Uh, it was Warren Moon. I picked off Warren Moon. You picked off Warren Moon? Picked off Warren Moon and returned at 22 yards. But not for a touchdown. No. It was funny because this was the era when quarterbacks like Marino would throw picks and they would just run to the sideline. Like they wanted no <laughs> part of tackling. So Warren Moon. Business decision. Yeah, he threw a pick and he's watching me on his knees from the sideline like, like somebody tackling. I'm like, no, it's your job. It's funny. Right. Warren Moon's like, I'm not getting I'm up not for getting that. in the way of that. Yeah. No. Look, I've already I've already done enough here. <laughs> right, right. I threw the pick. My yes. work here is done. But anyway, I just I, I I think it is delightful when guys like you, Keyshawn Kirk, go through your stats and frankly that you remember them. Yeah. I think is awesome. See, you're having fun with CTE. I knew it. No, I I, <laughs> I trust you got look. The Super Bowl is a blank because it happens so fast right. and there's a whole side of that Super Bowl I didn't know about because I was on the field trying to defend Steve McNair. There was drama on the sideline with our offense that I had nothing I, – I didn't know about. Do you remember, like, specifics? Kurt was banged up. I remember going into the locker room. I mean, I'm happy – we got our hands full with the Titans offense. And Isaac Bruce and I are real close. So I'm walking into the locker room, and Isaac says, I think this guy's done. And I had no idea who he was talking about. He goes, look in the training room. And I looked in the training room, and there's Kurt Warner on the table – and I had no idea this was going on. Absolutely not. Like, is it unusual for guys to be on the table at halftime? I, I, I would like think there's sometimes... something wrong. We may have to go to the backup okay. when you see that. Who was your backup? Uh, it was uh, uh, Paul Justin was our backup. Is this a spoiler for American Underdog? Come on. It's been out a week. Well, wait. It's a week, right? <laughs> that is true. We, we a clarified week. a week is okay. A week? a week would be from... Seven days. Saturday. No, seven days. It came out on Christmas. Okay, okay. Aha. I'll give you a break then. Is that seven days? It's close enough. Okay, close enough. Close okay. enough. <laughs> so, That's also history. So there was concern. I, I'd never heard this before. There was concerns that Kurt Warner wasn't going to be able to finish the game? So funny. We got together for a reunion when they brought most of the guys back, and we were watching the game as a team. We never got to do this because we won. We had the parade. It was different, so it was the last game of the year. So usually after a victory we're all watching the same tape together so we got to do it as older guys and then i saw like shots from the sideline when the off when we were on the field so the drama wasn't on us it was on the sideline and there was like real drama going on down there like kurt was banged up or there was an issue and yeah you know well, i had no idea that was going on during the game that's interesting that you say that just because earlier you you mentioned the time of possession difference and how much you guys were on the field and how the offense wasn't really part of it. like i wonder if that's Related, like in terms of the way Kurt was playing or if he wasn't able to like elevate the offense the way we had seen 
all of that year, greatest show on turf. Like, the, yeah. he wasn't himself physically. Yeah, and, you know, and I, I don't know if people know it. It's probably in the movie. We should have blown them out in the first quarter. I think we had, like, six possessions in the red zone in the first half, and we came away with, like, all field goals. So we should have blown them away, and we didn't, and they were still in it, and then they kept running the football. Again, speaks to... We couldn't get them off the field, yeah. You know what's funny is years after that, I was doing some stringer work for ESPN the magazine, and I was doing some assignment. I don't even remember what the, like, I guess the catch of it was or whatever, but I went to Marshall Falk's loft. Yeah. I think I was in St. Louis. Yeah, I remember. And yeah. I was supposed to be just writing about like the architecture of his loft or like, you know, what, like, what, how athletes live. I think that's Those basically lofts the were theme. Cool. Yes, yeah. they were. <laughs> they were cool. Yes, they were. Yeah. And, and, I, and for, being from St. Louis, I knew that part of it well. Yeah. And Falk wasn't even there. Like his, his assistant or someone set this up. They let me in. They give me this tour of the house. And I see in like the den of his room or something is the Super Bowl ring. Yeah, yeah. And I keep just peering over it, peering over it, And finally, his, his assistant just gives me this look like, you're an idiot, but just says, do you want to put the ring on? Like, yes, please. <laughs> yes, yeah. please. So oh, I yeah. slipped on Marshall Falk's Super Bowl ring. No doubt. And I got to tell you, it's pretty cool to put one of those things on. It wasn't even mine. It was the best. Yes. It was, uh, what was his name? The guy that did Arliss. Robert Wool. Yes. Did our ring ceremony. Yeah, it was fun. It was great. When we finally got the rings, he was the guy that presented. Like, do you awesome. remember what it felt like just really quick the first time you put it on? Like, I was hammered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Best response. <laughs> You're like, actually, I don't remember. What it, I really I really don't actually yes. remember what it was like. It's great being a champion. No, I mean, being a champion means never having to say you're sorry yes. when it comes to being hammered the first time you put on your ring. You're like, you know what? I'll have other times to put it on. I'm going to indulge. DeMarco, as always, man, this is fun. Good stuff, man. Good to see you. Um, coming up next, the Trans uh, Perfect Music Bowl. You got your Tennessee. You got your Purdue. Um, everybody out there, please celebrate your New Year's safely. Don't be amateurs out there. Get rides if you need it. Again, celebrate responsibly. Andy Kamenetsky, DeMarco Farr, 710 ESPN.